how I do it. Serratus anterior plane block for rib fractures by Dr. Riva Ramlogan and Dr. Sarah Tierney from the University of Ottawa. Rib fractures are common following blunt trauma and morbidity increases with age. Prompt analgesia after injury may prevent pulmonary complications such as atelectasis, pneumonia, mechanical ventilation, or intensive care unit admission because it stops the sequela of altered respiratory mechanics, which normally peak at 48 to 72 hours post-injury. However, excessive use of opioids to manage pain often leads to hypoventilation and inadequate secretion clearance because of cough inhibition, compounding the likelihood of developing adverse respiratory complications. Combined with the current era of opioid abuse, physicians are increasingly searching for opioid-sparing analgesic techniques. The Eastern Association for the Surgery of Trauma and Trauma Anesthesiology Society guidelines recommend epidural and multimodal analgesia as best practices to treat rib fracture pain. However, trauma patients frequently have contraindications to neuraxial anesthesia, including restricted mobility, altered cognition, increased intracranial pressure, and coagulopathy. Fascial plane blocks, serratus anterior plane, SAP block, erector spina plane, ESP block, are alternative regional techniques that provide good pain control while expanding the spectrum of patients who might benefit. The serratus anterior plane block with catheter placement is favored at our center because of its enhanced safety profile versus neuraxial and ease of performance with the patient supine. Clinical anatomy of serratus anterior plane block. Initially intended to provide analgesia for breast surgery, the serratus anterior plane block was quickly found to be effective for rib fracture pain while improving spirometry volumes and allowing for continuous analgesia with catheter insertion. The block targets the lateral cutaneous branches of the T2 to T9 intercostal nerves. At the mid-axillary line, the lateral cutaneous nerve penetrates the external intercostal and serratus anterior muscles before dividing into anterior and posterior divisions which innervates the anterolateral chest wall. In addition, the long thoracic nerve, LTN, thoracodorsal nerve, TDN, and thoracodorsal artery lie in the fascial plane superficial to the serratus anterior muscle, SAM, between the serratus anterior muscle and the latissimus dorsi muscles. The thoracodorsal artery runs with the thoracodorsal nerve and serves as a landmark for the appropriate level of blockade at the mid-axillary line targeting ribs 4 and 5. The long thoracic nerve provides motor supply to the serratus anterior muscle, assisting with scapular abduction. The mechanism by which the serratus anterior plane block produces analgesia for rib fractures is an ongoing area of study. Unlike the original serratus anterior plane block for breast analgesia, which blocks the anterolateral chest wall, the serratus anterior plane block for rib fracture analgesia has been found clinically to provide anterolateral and posterior analgesia.
The mechanism is likely due to rib trauma because the disrupted tissue planes appear to facilitate spread of injectate through the muscle planes to the intercostal nerves, allowing for posterior coverage. The Ottawa Hospital Experience Regional anesthesia is one component of the multimodal management of rib fracture pain, particularly in the setting of multi-system trauma. We developed a pathway to guide clinicians with this management. If the rib fracture score is greater than 6 or the patient requires supplemental oxygen, the acute pain service is consulted. If a regional anesthetist is not readily available, the patient may be started on a lidocaine or ketamine infusion with a hydromorphone patient-controlled anesthesia in addition to oral foundational analgesics. In cases where the patient is intubated on admission, the serratus anterior plane catheter can be inserted to facilitate ventilator weaning in the intensive care unit. Description of technique. Obtain written consent from the patient prior to the procedure. If the patient is intubated, obtain verbal or written consent from the next of kin. Following informed consent, apply standard monitors and ensure intravenous access. Pressure from the ultrasound probe and needling may increase pain with anterolateral fractures. To mitigate this, give pre-procedure sedation. A major advantage of the serratus anterior plane block for rib fractures is the lack of patient repositioning. Keep the patient supine with gentle abduction of the arm to expose the anterior axillary area. Elevating the head of the bed approximately 30 degrees can be beneficial to prevent operator fatigue and improve respiratory mechanics. Using a high-frequency linear probe oriented in the sagittal plane, obtain an infraclavicular view in the midclavicular line. The second rib will be visible posterior and just caudal to the axillary vessels. Rotate the probe parallel to the deltopectoral groove. Slide the probe caudally and laterally along the groove to rib 3. To improve visualization of the ribs, tilt the probe medially and continue sliding to ribs 4 and 5. Note that the pectoralis major and minor muscles will taper off as you slide laterally. At the anterior to mid-axillary line over rib 5, the serratus anterior muscle is clearly visible superficial to the ribs. Overlying the serratus anterior muscle is the latissimus dorsi muscle. If a patient has a chest tube dressing in the way, this can easily be removed and a new one replaced at the end of the procedure. We typically target the rib level that corresponds to the middle of the range of fractured ribs. For example, if ribs 4 to 8 are fractured, we target rib 6. Use the color flow function to identify vascular structures in the planned needle trajectory path. The thoracodorsal artery may be visible at this level between the latissimus dorsi and the serratus anterior muscle. After skin infiltration, insert the needle in plane from an anterocranial to posterocaudal direction. The needle should be directed toward the rib to minimize inadvertent pleural puncture. Our usual endpoint is the needle tip on the rib 
deep to the serratus anterior muscle. The tissue plane superficial to the serratus anterior muscle is an alternate target. However, older trauma patients often have thin serratus anterior muscle and muscle planes that can be obscured by air, hematomas, or chest tubes, making it simpler to target the rib underlying the serratus anterior muscle as the endpoint. Additionally, injection of local anesthetic deep to the serratus anterior muscle may prevent long thoracic nerve blockade because the nerve lies on the superficial surface of the serratus anterior muscle. Once the needle contacts the rib, decrease the angle and advance it slightly to ensure the needle opening is completely below the muscle. Use small boluses of fluid to hydrodissect along the rib. Then fill the plane with local anesthetic, observing for the serratus anterior muscle elevation and linear fluid spread along the intercostal space to the adjacent rib. Insert the catheter after the plane is opened. As with all plane blocks, volume is essential, particularly for multiple rib fractures. We deposit 20 to 40 milliliters of 0.5% ropivacaine with epinephrine 1 to 400,000 under the serratus muscle. A lower concentration, 0.25%, may be used when bilateral blocks are required or the patient weight dictates. Two separate injections of 20 milliliters have been shown to achieve greater cephalocaudad spread in cadavers compared to a single 20 milliliter injection. The larger volume achieved a dye spread of 4 to 7 levels. Clinically, because we always insert a catheter, we perform one injection and adjust the initial volume of injection based on the number of ribs fractured. An initial bolus volume of 30 milliliters will typically achieve excellent analgesia in a patient with six levels of fractures. We infuse 0.2% ropivacaine at the maximum rate of our pump, 8 milliliters per hour, with an 8 milliliter bolus every 30 minutes. Because patients are often unable to push the bolus button, we order RN boluses every three hours to theoretically optimize local anesthetic spread. Ongoing Management The Acute Pain Service performs daily ward rounds on rib fracture patients in the trauma unit or intensive care unit. Adjunctive oral and intravenous medications are adjusted as required. We perform serratus anterior plane catheters for all rib fracture locations, anterior and posterior, and have found the degree of analgesia provided by the serratus anterior plane catheter can aid in weaning patients off the ventilator, in addition to facilitating ambulation and chest physiotherapy. Select patients with isolated rib fractures may receive analgesia on an ambulatory basis.